0: i just needed to turn my volume up what the fuck is up people it's bread and circuses uh it's been all services late
1: night episode man late as fuck oh, um, yeah me, me and caleb are trying to get an episode out but just life stuff keeps happening i just moved so i'm in a new place I, if we're gonna have video up you can see it's a brand, brand new place not the not the musty room and i think i just oh, turned the off camera just me.
0: dropped actually <laughs> your mic's still working but your camera just dropped that's yeah, good. no, we were trying to do a, a pre-Super Bowl episode. I do want it known that I did – there's proof that I – on multiple social media outlets that I picked Tampa Bay to win. So – Yeah, I mean – You I think picked can, them preseason. Yeah, you can – we can go
1: back to our pre – like the season starting episodes, and I was saying,
0: I, I'm pretty sure Tampa Bay is going to win the Super
1: Bowl, yeah, man. You
0: picked them in the preseason, I think. I think you picked Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure I did that or um I think I might have either said that or the bills but yeah I, I know I know I was was not surprised at all to see Tam Holmes and Brady playing the Super Bowl that's for sure
0: yeah I mean what did it for me was when you look at it when with great quarterbacks and you can go back to New England back in '07 uh Peyton Manning, guys like that great the best way to beat a great quarterback the one proven way to do it is to get pressure on him without blitzing and that's what tampa and i said look tampa bay probably has the best pass rush in the league i mean you've got and the most frequently used too yeah they they blitz the most
1: out of any team in the nfl well i mean without
0: without blitzing their pass rush is great they had pierre paul sue uh vita va was back and they had Shaq barrett who was having a career season so it was like, and then you have Levante David who can drape tra- Travis Kelsey. I mm-hmm. mean, he, he can go. Levante David can toe. actually, yeah, Levante David can actually play pass protection. He's like one of the most complete linebackers in the NFL. So that is going to get paid this offseason. Yeah, probably, man. That's He's cool going... to see so many Huskers get Super Bowl, Super Bowl rings. Shaq Barrett from UNO, he went to Boys Town. Mm hmm. So, I mean, yeah, for sure. I'm super happy for those guys, but I, I lost my prop bets, but I won the big one, which was the game. So <laughs> it's, you know,
1: it's really freaking hard to, to make a twofer in a Super Bowl, man. Like, it's really difficult to well, win two Super Bowls in a row.
0: Yeah. I, I thought you were talking about prop bets. I, uh, oh. so no, I mean, with the bets, like, I had what would the large or the largest lead over under 16 and a half, and under was the underdog. And I was like, there's no way someone takes a 17-point lead in this game. Sure as shit. Yeah, yeah. for real, right? It was a right. blowout.
1: I thought it was going to be a better game than it was. I unfortunately can only catch it in the second half, but I was following, like,
0: updates on my phone. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I was like, dang, man, like. <laughs> if you were going to tell me a team was going to get blown out, I would have thought it would have been Tampa Bay.
1: Because uh, I, I can don't see know, man. they falling
0: got, behind. Well, they got really hot in the postseason, man.
1: And I knew it was going to be like that with Tampa Bay. It was going to – because of no, like, official preseason workouts and everything with COVID stopping, and it was a bunch of new people on the team. And, I mean, the, the brand-new quarterback in the system and everything, like, it was going to take them a little while to start catching steam, at least on the offense.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they, they had to play some really tough schedule, too, like <laughs> – how many more years does Brady have left? Um, I think he'll play till he's 45. I, I think, think 45 be, is the magic number.
1: <laughs> moving the goalpost so he's going to be like 52 like playing yes. for the playing for some other crazy team like the panthers or something <laughs> yeah
0: no shit no i i think uh brady brady's just gonna run a uh, um, a lottery every season and be like all right who wants the super bowl win this year? Who, <laughs> who wants the like- super bowl this year yeah <laughs> i i think uh i think 45 is still the magic number for him yeah
1: I that's old as fuck for a professional athlete man but like, shit
0: dude he's 43 and threw 40 touchdowns i mm-hmm. mean how everyone keeps saying, Oh, he's going to hit a cliff. He's going to, he hasn't hit it yet. When's he going to hit the cliff? Cause yeah, I remember him.
1: everybody trying to, trying to use last year as like an example of that. He was trying to fall. Like he was falling off. But I'm he like, got a
0: shit team around him.
1: Yeah. You know who he was working with? Like, dude, name one of his receivers that he Other was. Other than Julian with. Edelman.
0: Yeah. Well, even Julian Edelman was hurt for a lot of last year. So it was at the end of his career. And now I just read a report. Uh, it said it looks like all signs point to Cam Newton being back in New England.
1: Dang man, it's gotta be rough for you guys. So, Um, we're
0: gonna get to deal with another
1: god, (laughs) we'll we'll see. Yeah, it's gonna be funny. I'm, I mean, I've got just as much of a bleak situation going on with my team, and I cannot believe that Carson Wentz regressed so bad this season. It's been like seriously painful to watch. The The only good thing I have to look forward to is that, like, the 76ers are in the top of the Eastern Conference right now, and that's it. Like, yeah,
0: well. The thing with, with Wentz is such a weird case because that guy's rookie year and the year he won or the year he uh came would have won to win. the MVP. Yeah, he <laughs> would have won the MVP had he stayed healthy. I mean that guy looked like he was gonna be a perennial all pro, mm-hmm. you know, fucking future hall of famer. And then he just falls apart.
1: Well, last year he had a great season, man. Last year's the only reason we won this. I mean, he played every single regular season game last year, like yeah. he took he carried us to the playoffs. And even watching like the first game of the season until they just completely fell apart, you were like, "Yeah, man, we got a lot to look forward to this year." Yeah. We drafted, we finally got a first-round decent receiver, like, well, um, and then we just had the injuries and injuries. I mean, I, I think that honestly with our team that the the price that we had to pay for the Super Bowl victory is starting is really starting to catch up with us. Like, we're just overpaying old old guys
0: mm-hmm. too much. And I mean, that's, I mean, just, that's look, what happened with New England. Look. Mm-hmm. I mean, they sold out for two different Super Bowl runs.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, like we've had a, a fun couple of years, but yeah, that, we're just gonna be back in a rebuild mode, like probably next yeah. year. Uh, it sucks that they're gonna trade away Wentz, man. If they, if he ends up back with Frank Reich, which I, like, I think is probably the reason we actually won the Super Bowl. Like, he's probably gonna be that quarterback. You know what I mean? He was just trying to play hero ball all season, and like, yeah,
0: I, just, I, yeah. I, I don't think he's going to leave because they want a first round pick for him and a first round pick on his rookie deal. You might be able to make that argument, but a first round pick with that contract. I just don't know. The only way they could trade him is if you redid the contract. That's the only way.
1: And honestly, I don't even think they trade him, man. I think they're going to try giving him another season i do too i think this new coach is going to i think doug peterson was i mean doug peterson was partly to blame like did he get fired yeah he did man and the thing is about doug peterson i think he won a he won a a super bowl way too early in his career Mm -hmm. Uh, frank reich was clearly like the reason that we won that super bowl man because doug peterson doing the play calling you could he would just call such like dumb plays like During just regular season and playoffs, like I, so I think him getting the Super Bowl win so early just made him think like, oh no, I don't, I don't gotta learn anything, and it's yeah, and him and the quarterback just started not meshing well together, and yeah, so I, I don't know, we'll see, man. The guy that's coming to replace him is Frank Reich's offensive coordinator, so it'll be kind of cool. Maybe we'll see um another guy that's kind of in that system work with him like um Wentz does well in that system clearly so yeah we'll just we'll see how it goes man I'm I'm not totally hopeless for next season but I just know that we're going to be in rebuild mode for the next couple years because we got to get some of these old guys out of here like for sure no I totally
0: get that especially linemen man (laughs) (laughs) that's uh
1: that's the football
0: (laughs) <laughs> New England's got like seventy million in cap space, though, so I hope that I hope that we can make something work with that. Do you Do you think free agents
1: are going to want to go play for him now that Brady's not there?
0: Yeah, money talks.
1: Yeah, money talks. Well, it's weird with some free agents too with Belichick because it's it's tough to learn his systems, like his he's like on football offense. like on, yeah
0: on defense there's a lot of guys that come in and contribute right away rodney harrison stefan gilmore mike Frabel. um there's there have been a lot of free agents. lawrence guy there have been a lot of free agents that have come in and, and contributed right away on his defense Darrell revis andre carter i mean just name yeah a few. but even a thomas for a year or two but uh, it's his I offense am- is super goofy I am really glad that we didn't hire
1: New England's offensive coordinator, that guy that was coaching for the Broncos for a couple of seasons. Yeah. Yeah, no one wants McDaniels. He's a fucking idiot. He's I know. A terrible man. <laughs>
0: coach. He's a terrible
1: coach. He did not have a great record with the Broncos. And I mean, really, like all the Eagles like groups, everyone was like, Yeah, i Josh McDaniel. I Josh McDaniel. No. I'm like, no, dude, why would you want to hire a head coach that's already been a head coach and was bad at being a well, head coach? Like, it's
0: like well, I, you know, and there's stuff to be said, he can learn the second time around and be better at it, like Nick Saban did. But I think more often than not, you just look at the boneheaded play calls McDaniels has like, cause I'm a new England fan. I watch and this, this wasn't just this year. Cause he was freaked out with cam. He did this when he had Brady, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be, it'd be third and eight. That's a doable down, right? And it's like he third just, and
1: eight, he'd throw a swing pass. Yeah, he'd like, throw like
0: a swing pass, or he'd run a draw. A third yeah. and eight's doable, man. That's not that hard. Yeah. You know, it. Then on third and one, he takes a shot forty yards downfield. Like it's just like uh, I don't, I don't know if he just gives up on drives or what. But he's one of the most frustrating offensive coordinators to watch because I feel like McDaniel's leaves a lot of points on the field. Mm-hmm. like he's put some yep. great offenses together but how much of that ha- i mean w- we saw it this year how much of that had to do with brady you know because brady yeah. statistically brady's best career bill o'brien was his offensive coordinator Her mm-hmm. best year uh bill o'brien was the offensive coordinator it wasn't mcdaniels um and so, then the
1: last it, wait, josh mcdaniels got rehired as offensive coordinator what four years 2012,
0: ago? 2012 oh 20, so, he's been there yeah. for a long time Well, 2011, O'Brien was the OC McDaniels got fired from Denver and they brought him back for the Super Bowl as like a quality control thing. Mm -hmm. And then O'Brien took the Texans or the Penn State job and McDaniels became head coach or excuse me, offensive coordinator.
1: Well, I mean, like it was clear though the last like two seasons that like the Patriots' defense was what was carrying them throughout. Oh, that. for sure. And I mean, I know that's a lot with personnel because Brady had like no weapons, especially mm-hmm. the last year he was at the Patriots. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, what what do you think? Because I know this is like the talking point. It's like, do you think that Tom Brady winning without or like winning in Tampa solely and and um bill belichick kind of like hurting without him solely's bill belichick's rep reputation like at all
0: no i i think i think I people think so look either. at that and it's super easy to just take that at base value and see oh brady won a super bowl belichick won what what were they six and ten um i think Ws, they went eight and eight
1: didn't they no they didn't not, they had a
0: losing record i know mm. that um it's like you know belichick six and ten brady went you know brady won a super bowl it's super easy to look at the the face, look at that or take that at face value and go oh look well there you have it it was all brady but when you actually start to look into the weeds of things you see tampa bay is a team that has a lot of good players you got chris godwin who i believe was on a rookie contract you've got mike evans um you've got cameron brate oj howard You've got Levante, David, and, and Sue. These are guys that are already on the defense. Plus, he
1: brings in guys like Leonard Fournette, and then he brings Fournette, in Gronk, Bronk, and then he brings Antonio in
0: Brown. Antonio yeah. Brown, yeah. I mean,
1: Those, like, literally the only people that scored in the Super Bowl were people that came to play with Brady. Like, yeah,
0: you had New England. Yeah, exactly. And New England was maxed out on cap space. They sold out the last two years. To, they thought two years ago, 2018 and 2019 was their championship window with Brady. They didn't know how long he was going to be there. They sold out. They blew their load on their cap mm-hmm. space for those two years, and then this year they just had to pay a lot of those guys. They didn't. Their biggest free agent signing was Adrian Phillips, who actually played fairly well for them. But that was their biggest free agent signing. So, you when don't think you Cam at,
1: Newton was a bigger free agent signing uh, as I far guess, as who I,
0: contributed the most? I think yeah. it was Phillips yeah yeah um but yeah i mean and we'll we'll see if if cam comes back next year i i don't know There's it just not really... it
1: just i mean it clearly like cam newton's not mvp cam newton anymore no. like he's just got too much wear and tear on him but it just seemed like like you had said like they didn't really know how to use
0: cam newton like they, it's like they didn't really know what to do with him like they didn't but at the same you know and a lot of people were blaming the weapons the weapons the weapons and yeah i can't he didn't have the weapons around him but these are essentially the same weapons that 41 42 year old tom brady took to the playoffs and won the division Mm -hmm. they were like 12 and 4 with so yeah the weapons weren't there but still like it's it's a drop mm. that far it's a six game drop off from a 42 year old quarterback come on you know Newton i think just too, himself i think i think, I think it just really shows people's feet
1: well i think it really shows that um with with belichick that he's just like, a great head coach, but Stephen A. A. Smith, like, of all people, surprisingly, made a really good point. It just shows that Bilicic's just not a good GM, man. No, he's not, but he won't relinquish those those duties. Exactly. Like, it's, I I wonder if that's going to end up hurting them in the long run, because, like, it's just with personnel, and, like, I mean, uh, the Patriots have a reputation, like, for whether or not you agree with it, like, they have a reputation for not being able to draft, so... Like, they got the oldest
0: coach in the NFL. There is no long run. Is, I think is he older than Pete Carroll. Yeah, by a couple years, which is, is funny because he? he replaced Pete Carroll. Yeah, that's funny. But <laughs> Pete Carroll he, looks way older than Tom I know. Belichick. Yeah, Belichick's aged well. Belichick's aged like he's black. But <laughs>
1: that's <just funny>.
0: saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he's sixty-five. Like, yeah, his ego and his pride like honestly he's got nothing else to prove he's got six super bowl rings as a head coach two as an assistant with the new york giants he's got eight super bowl rings his he he should just call it quits look man if you can't get something going this year just be done because you got a a ton of a cap space you know you're gonna have a full off season with a new quarterback to incorporate or if you bring cam back if you don't see improvement this year what the fuck else do you got to prove but what he does have to prove to himself is that he can do this without Brady. His pride will not let him retire until he's either dead or won a Super Bowl without Tom Brady as his quarterback.
1: Yeah, probably not. I think that's probably going to be his last milestone. Is, I think I think he feels like he's got to, man, because he, oh, wants, yeah. to, he Especially wants to settle that debate.
0: Year. Yeah, he wants to settle that debate of whether it was Bill or Brady. Like, Yeah, exact. Any Any possibility – Of Bill Belichick retiring in the next five years, you know, barring some like horrible health news, like he has like a stroke or something like that, uh, or cancer or something like that, barring that the possibility of Bill Belichick retiring within the next five years is zero Mm. after Brady won that Super Bowl.
1: I think it's interesting the what kind of we were talking about, I think it was like a few years ago where maybe he's just going to stay in long enough to where he's like buttered his son up enough to take over as
0: head and coach. I could see that happening and I don't know. I just feel his son may not want to fill in his father's footsteps. Maybe he wants to do his own thing. I don't know. Maybe his son. Is, I mean,
1: his son is what was the defensive coordinator now,
0: right? Not officially. He calls plays. But- but, yeah but
1: he so he's the unofficial defensive coordinator
0: <laughs> yeah yeah basically basically and he uh they brought back Matt patricia what brian
1: flores did right yeah brian flores did that yeah. and did
0: a damn good job oh, at it
1: they brought, they brought yeah they brought back fat patricia as like, Dude, yeah ugh. fat
0: patricia as quality control coach and this guy did you hear the stafford thing
1: mm, so matt no, stafford
0: I, when he wanted the trade he would wrap so there were 30 31 teams on the on the open market that you know he would he was willing to be traded to the only because he had a no trade clause. The only mm-hmm. team that he wouldn't waive that clause for was New England. <laughs> because I don't know, Patricia. I know that that I, guy is just from cancer. Darius Slay coming over to playing for the for the Patri- or
1: for the Eagles, man. I we all everyone heard about how just Patricia just could not get along with any of the personnel, man. Like he Matt.
0: Patricia fat Patricia is a cancer. Yeah. Who, I mean, new England will regret bringing him back if he's in any type of play calling role. Yeah. For real. He's a disaster. He, he wasn't a good defensive coordinator. Everyone. Oh, Patricia is this great defensive coordinator. The guy, I don't know if new England stopped Philadelphia in the super bowl. Like, no, yeah, that was
1: that was e- either one of the best offensive shows or the worst defensive show. Yeah, it made
0: for a really fun Super Bowl. Oh, but, it was a yeah, fun was, game. But he's out there. Oh, they didn't. He didn't have Malcolm Butler. Like, I'm sorry, man. With or without Malcolm Butler, who wasn't even your number one cornerback, it was Stefan Gilmore. With or without him, you have to have like you have to stop them once. You know, mm-hmm. there's injuries, suspensions, hey, whatever, gonna be a thing. You have that you Super Bowl literally came down to like that. The that ball Super Bowl last. literally
1: came down to like one stop, dude. Like yeah. that that fumble that they got on Brady was literally like the, the thing that decided that game.
0: Like, the offensive line melting down. Yeah. Um, that's exactly what it was. And it was yeah, I mean it's
1: I mean, they melted down against like the league's best defensive un- uh, line unit in the NFL that year. So like Yeah, not not that crazy, but (laughs) they just melted
0: down at the worst possible time. (laughs) And then, yeah, I mean, Matt, Patricia, it was like, you know what? Because he had already accepted the Lions job at that point. You know Mm -hmm. what that reminded me of? We all go through it. And I'm sure this isn't what it was because it's the Super Bowl and you still want that accolade. But it reminded me of, you know, when you get a job and you put your two weeks in at your old job. That's (laughs) what it felt like. Like, I fucking cares. Fuck them. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> let it go to she let it burn. Like I don't care. Yeah, you already got that big contract. He signed like I remember a pretty big contract like with the Lions too. Yeah. Like he got paid with them doing. Like- I had, I had a but oh you, Sean, super. He's from Detroit. Super excited about Patricia when they hired him. He's oh we got Matty P Matt Patricia. He's gonna he's gonna put some stuff together for us. I'm like bro. This guy was a terrible defensive coordinator, like bottom five in the league, bailed out by Belichick and the offense time and time again. Trust me, there's tons of times. You're not going to want him.
1: There's tons of times where you would see clips of games where like Belichick was like taking over defensive roles and like going over to Matt and being like, hey, man, like what we we need to do this. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, he was just terrible. (laughs) He was just bad. Like, I remember like I like I can remember games where Matt Patricia would have like a defensive lineman dropping into man-to-man coverage on a running back. I'm like like what like kids playing Madden aren't that fucking stupid, dude? You're making yeah, millions dude. of dollars to do this shit. Like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Like, yeah. Come on. Like yeah, anyway. got linebackers for a reason. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, Speaking of money, uh, we haven't done an episode since this Robin Hood thing started. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Oh man, we got so much to do. Yeah, it's uh, it's a perfect example of it's okay only when rich people do it. mm-hmm. it.'s It's not okay when the poors do it. No,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I mean, there's so much corruption with Robin Hood just blocking you know the the trades or whatever.
1: Literally, the whole short selling thing is one of the things that contributed to the 2008 financial crisis, and I, I read a really good analysis that somebody did of it. Uh, and honestly, like I was following this thing well before a lot of other people because I actually follow R slash Wall Street Bets. Mm-hmm. Some guy had been just preaching and preaching that he was putting all his money into into the uh, the GameStop stock like a couple of years ago. Man, like he put like 40 grand of his own um life savings into it and he yeah. turned around and dude i he sold off a little like some of it's to have like cash reserves the dude is worth like 48 million and and oh, like 25 sure. million in cash reserves man like oh i'm sure he turned 40 grand into that much and everyone yeah. thought he was nuts for it And it was just it was just like a meme that was going on in r slash wall street bets for like yeah. like years right yeah and then just all of a sudden it just everyone it just blew up like everybody's did the same thing and it's well, like
0: I mean, there's people paying their student loans off with it, paying to go mm. to school with it, like you know, it's it's paying their medical debt off with it. It's for, what's life-changing Dogecoin? money? Yeah, I actually have. I was gonna, I have money in Dogecoin. I bought it at three cents. It's up to eight now.
1: <laughs> that's well. It's at. Uh, is it at? Oh yeah! It finally broke over the. Finally broke over the actual like a cent on the on the, mm-hmm. the value thing.
0: Now that's pretty yeah. funny.
1: <laughs> i uh,
0: ha, I thought a while back like years and years ago um do you remember when i made all that money off that iota coin a couple yeah, years ago i do um so i years and years ago i was going to buy the doge coin when it was like literally selling for 0. 0.0001 right mm-hmm. i could you know i was gonna put like 100 bucks on it i couldn't have imagined how much money i would have right do you have a calculator my phone's in the it's gone up like 6,000% or something oh, yeah. like that. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, I would – yeah, I would – I right now, like how much money I would have. I'll have calculate you put, it. Br- yeah, I know. I was like – I was going to sink
1: like serious money into that, man, and then I like didn't because like I Coinbase ended up fucking up on me. And Coinbase like, is
0: – yeah, I don't know. I, I <laughs> You can buy uh, Dogecoin on Robinhood. Really? Yeah. You know, you That's can hilarious. buy – yeah, you can buy Dogecoin on Robinhood. And so I bought that and yeah, you know, I've got like six hundred shares of it. So pretty funny, all, all the crypto doubters
1: out there just eating their words, man. It's no, like, they're still freaking <laughs> out.
0: They're doubling down right now. They're talking yeah, about how well, you know wealth is built long term and don't don't use any of these commission free trading apps. And I'm like, no, you're just, just, like, just like it's like, oh shit, man, they figured out
1: the trick they're trying to cover hard man yeah literally like all the all the uh really wealth investors and stuff were like pulling out of stocks like a while ago right before everything dropped like crazy like yeah fuck them dude i literally don't give a fuck about hedge fund managers and like the fact that they made them lose like billions of dollars is hilarious to me yeah so i mean it shows the true colors of Like everyone calling out, like all these mainstream media sources that are just trying to cover for the hedge fund guys, it's like, dude, like, what do you expect? They, that's who they literally like, are represent, like.
0: Right, and I'm sure before we get another stimulus check, we'll see a Wall Street bailout.
1: Probably. Like I honestly,
0: I would not be surprised. They,
1: They did sign another. Uh, stimulus check i'm pretty sure we're gonna get the 1400 is what it yeah. sounds like so. I, th- I
0: finally got or i'm getting my stimulus on my taxes by the way for everyone <laughs> that's that good, following that saga uh, <laughs> but but yeah it's like they they said we're gonna get another stimulus but i don't know it's got to go through the senate next we'll, see. well i
1: thought it already went through the senate i'm Maybe I, it's the house I, you know what i saw is that it already got signed off by the senate and everything so yeah It's just now a matter of when, I guess. Did you
0: see uh, they're talking about like waiving $50,000 in federal student loans per person? Yeah, I know. I got to take
1: out $50,000 in student loans. That's what I'm saying.
0: I only owe like 17 left. Like, I'm going to like, dude, I'm going to pull out like 50 G's. (laughs) I don't have
1: literally any student loans. So now I just got to go get some free money real quick, dude. Like- <laughs> right. Well, that,
0: that's my dude. I've always subscribed to that. Like, it doesn't matter what I agree, what, what I agree with, or how I think it should be dealt with. I've mm. always paid the bare minimum on that because I know that in my lifetime, some politicians gonna come all it's gonna happen. They're gonna <laughs> waive it. I'm, yeah, I'd perfect. be an idiot if I poured all this money into it now, trying to pay it off. They're gonna like, look, if it happens, if, if it doesn't happen in the next year, 10 years, that's my payment plan is 10 years, right? To pay, have it all paid off. It'll be paid off in 10 years. Big fucking whoop, right? You know, if it's not, if they waive it, then what? I save myself nine, $10,000. Great. You know, like what am I?
1: Now I, feel, now I feel so fucking stupid for joining the military to get the shitty GI bill,
0: dude. Right. <laughs> do you think that like, they would fuck. like, they would like do tuition free college? If they pass that as well or no? I don't think so, man. Um yeah. I don't know. My I, thoughts on tuition-free college are
1: kind of like, I mean, if you if you're gonna use like the job market as like an argument for that, it's like literally there's trade schools that'll pay same. your yeah. way to go to trade school. It's like, I've never really been a big fan of that because like, no. I mean, it would be like I, honestly, I'm I'm not gonna lie, it'd be cool to be able to get free education, but, but it'd be like, worthless. It's yeah. like a college degree is only as useful as like what you do. It's like, it's not a guarantee that you're going to be successful, man. Like, no. even if you go and get like I, a fucking marketing degree, like the, there's no, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no guarantee that you're not just going to be ended up managing a fucking like uh,
0: managing a or Walmart gas or some things, shit. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think well, a college degree, I, I think in a lot of cases, a college degree has become, a reason or one less reason for a job to tell, you no. you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. a hump you need to get over and what you do with it is what you do with it is it's entirely mm-hmm. up to you. You know, if you have honestly, a degree, the, if, it, cause like I'm going back to get mine and I'm just like, I am just at a point where I don't want that to be the excuse that I give myself when I'm told no, you know, yeah, I, yeah. And I think honestly what's more
1: valuable is the college experience rather than the actual degree, because like when you can network and do, internships and stuff it's mm-hmm. like if they I, I don't know i i think that doing any kind of meaningful like change with it because like yeah they could make college free but it's like it's fixing one issue and not fixing the root of the issue i it's, it's like a band-aid so it's like you would have to completely reconfigure the whole like how higher education leads to like higher work yeah and yeah it, it would just require an entire like Structural change to
0: like higher work that it was, just, I don't think it would ever happen, you know what I mean. I think with uh, the, the I, I agree with you, I don't think we should just make college free, free, I, I, and here come the Libertarian audience members, we have, oh it's not free! somebody's yeah. gonna pay you know free. what i fucking mean it's quicker to say free than taxpayer funded shut the fuck up yeah. okay but like i'm not i'm not opposed to it
1: just because like i'm opposed to using tax money for somebody because it's like i would rather
0: no it's just I wouldn't would it be rather, worth the investment i get yeah, what you're saying yeah. yeah
1: i would rather use tax money on individual people like benefits like that than like just you, tons of money going into like stock market bailouts and shit Sure. Which, sure that's I think just, everyone agrees with that yeah some people would well agree not with not that. wall street but yeah for real <laughs> so, but
0: i think there's definitely more of an argument for student loan forgiveness as like a one-time thing because you look at a lot of the millennials we got fucked man we got i mean and the boomers and and you know the teachers and the school system are directly responsible for it they beat into our heads that it was college or bust. If you don't go to college, mm-hmm. you're going to be digging ditches. You know what I mean? And we've talked about and this on previous even, episodes. And, yeah. and they scared everyone, "Fuck, I don't I don't want to be a career criminal. I don't want to be digging, you know, working at the garbage or as a garbage truck driver. I got to go to college." And people got It tens of thousands of dollars in debt for these worthless degrees they got not even and the government played a direct role in it so they almost kind of owe these people money i don't even think it's i don't i don't even think it's the worthless
1: degrees that's the biggest problem as much as the people that did like two three semesters of college and ended up finding like an okay job that they were okay doing yeah and now they're just stuck here with $22,000 in college debt and no degree, but they've got a job like that's paying. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? Cause some people are just okay with doing a decent job like that. You know what I mean? Sure. Some people are okay being a, 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 a call center manager that's making 22 bucks an hour, you know what I sure. mean? Like some people are okay with that. Um, or they found like a labor job or something. You know what I mean? Like a kind of trade. Yeah. They switch yeah, into and, the trades. So I mean, like some student loan forgiveness for maybe something like that would be like it could convince me for that. You can also convince me for the people for doing it for jobs that are really needed, like nurses and doctors and stuff. They're like, dude, you literally go into like two hundred grand in student debt to become a sure. doctor, and it's like there's not enough doctors in the United States, like ever. Like they no. always need more doctors, so it's like not even, not even it's like close that, that, That's like that's like enough to discourage you from wanting to try to be a doctor. Is the fact that you're going to be paying. fucking student loan debts to be a doctor for you know 30 years dude you know what
0: we need more of is lawyers i'm kidding
1: (laughs) yeah that's something that's like incredibly oversaturated huh
0: yeah but so i mean and and that's and i'm not saying i necessarily agree with the student loan thing or disagree but Mm. i i think you could honestly make more of an argument like if you're gonna go out there and pay off waive whatever fifty thousand dollars per person worth of debt I think you should do that with medical bills first. Oh, yeah, I think so. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we got fucked. We got conned, whatever, by our teachers, by our, you know, our parents, by the system in general, into going to school for these degrees that we don't use. But I feel way even I'm one of the people that got conned on a lower level, but I still got conned. I feel worse for someone who got cancer. And is a hundred thousand dollars in debt. That person didn't choose that. They didn't fall mm. for some scheme. It just happened. It's shitty. You know what I mean? I'd yeah. much rather that person get their money back before I do.
1: I, I've definitely like I, I. think that there's like there. You, that used to be the, the the deal was it used to be like you could go to college. And I mean, look at like how the, the everything was the technology field was like 40 years ago, man, like computers yeah. were an emerging technology, there was all this emerging stuff coming out. So yeah, 40, 30, 40 years ago, man, that used to be almost a guarantee success. Mm-hmm. And then you got these liberal arts degrees that came out that like you get a degree in fucking dance. Like, yeah, it, like, you're, dude, you're yeah. going to be
0: managing a grocery store with that degree or maybe maybe Who you knows? might Whatever. not because they'll see the degree and they'll think oh this guy's overqualified to work at a grocery store yeah for real
1: but no no, like so i i think they're, they're like i think it was just something that came with good intentions but then it's like then colleges started just doing all this bullshit bloat with their with and making it just so expensive and everything and it's just like it's a it was like a death by a thousand cuts when it came to the, the college system being fucked up like it is now yeah like uh, when you when you have UNO that pays somebody two hundred thousand or one hundred eighty thousand dollars to be a diversity coordinator right. at that school, like yeah, bro, come the fuck. And up.
0: that shit's all public record. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like, all
1: public. I can go to UNO's website and find who how much they pay all of their positions. Like, and
0: that that's really why school is so expensive is because mm-hmm. of the administrators.
1: It's admin bloat, dude. Yep. It's they don't pay professors well. Dude, there's like being a tenured professor is like a fucking almost impossible task to do anymore. They they basically pay professors like independent contractors, dude. Like they don't get benefits for it. Like there's a ton of professors that just do it. Just then they make like twelve bucks an hour. Like
0: yeah, literally when I was
1: when I was working at the bank, my Spanish professor told me I was making more money than her, dude. Like (laughs) with better benefits. Like yeah
0: she was oh, like I'm damn sure. i
1: gotta i gotta work at your job dude
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: like being a professor is like not a good like living anymore it's because it's one of those things where they can take advantage of people doing stuff for passion so yeah
0: that's exactly and that that's what college really is is you take advantage of people doing stuff for passion like yeah. art majors and shit like that like i've always loved like creative writing majors i'm like why why do you and i i can understand like film school and stuff like that because there's an art to it um but creative writing honestly, why do you need someone else to tell you how to do that
1: uh, yeah honestly like going and getting an art degree like if you're like a i think it goes back to like the college experience like you go to a good art school man like good artists out there especially with the internet like they go out there and they don't they make money you know what i mean like yeah. they go out there even just doing stuff on fiverr or on like youtube or some shit man like people can that are good artists can make a very easily make a living doing it now with the internet like it's so accessible now But I mean, you just have to have the talent for it so yeah. like I, I for me it's like i i fail to see that that um that argument like oh you're gonna get that fucking art degree you know you're like working at a wendy's it's like that's not really that
0: does happen though
1: it, it does happen but i mean i don't think that's the the,
0: the person that's the person and it's a mean? subway because person... they get a sandwich artist gig
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah for use real. that art degree I mean, so I want to go back to something you said. Um, You you were saying you would rather uh, people forgive medical debt first. Mm -hmm. Has this pandemic changed kind of your opinion on like public health care at all?
0: Um, I think my views have evolved, and I think they would have evolved with or without the pandemic. Because I used to be um, a gung ho, like you know, let the free market work it out kind of guy. Um, I -hmm. don't think that that's the blanket solution i still think that if you're going to go toward government or free market that it should be the free market but i think that more often than not but i think there are some places that you need the government to step in um Mm -hmm. you look at i mean on average it's about 30 cents of every dollar we all make goes to the government some of us more some of us less depending on what type of Mm -hmm. job you're in how type of you, you know your income and all that um I would rather that money go toward giving people a healthcare system that that they don't have to pay for than you know funding these foreign war campaigns or funding
1: yeah, funding like F- wall five. street
0: bailouts like you said yeah funding jet uh, like bombers like tack bombers like yeah fund, I mean, dude, we the spend whole, the- money on worthless shit and i'm not one of those tear down the military guys i don't think that but we yeah. spend money on worthless shit man we study like the effect of cocaine on jamaican pigeons i'm like why the fuck are we spending money on that when there's yeah. some old lady that's dying of cancer and she just put a second mortgage on her house to pay for the treatment like what the I think a perfect
1: I think a perfect example of military spending going to waste was the campaign that the department of defense tried to do to replace the A10 Warthog with like the F5s or whatever oh, yeah um that was a huge stink in the army man or at least in the army but because the A-10 is such a good close air support weapon, right? Like the yeah. A-10s—that that plane that flies around and goes, Bleh! like that's yeah. how everybody knows it. And they were trying to replace it with this with this plane system that was way more expensive and didn't do the job as well. And mm-hmm. like they were just—I don't even know why they were trying to replace it. Nobody knows. It's probably just because some congressman got paid off by that company, like that kind, con- like. That congressman on the fucking defense panel or some shit like got paid to push it or, you know, whatever the fuck. But like, the, dude, the the military wasted billions and billions of dollars. Billions and billions.
0: Billions and billions.
1: On, on, this, on this close air support platform that it wasn't good at what it did. And eventually it was abandoned literally because of John McCain. But like John McCain was the reason that that got abandoned and the A-10 is not still what it's in. It's like Wait, John
0: McCain didn't support military spending. He didn't support military waste. I know, big surprise, okay. right? <laughs> uh, yeah, huge surprise there. So he just uh, wants to get down to the nitty gritty and go to war with Iran. Right? Like, we don't need any of this. No, no debating over He's this. Like is hell's getting a little smoking. empty down here. Yeah. We need to send yeah. more
1: people down here with me. <laughs> but yeah, it was a perfect. That was a perfect textbook example of that. And it's like, man, I I think that they like. With the amount of tax money that the United States gets, and that's, like, I always think about this. That's not even, like, accounting for, like, the, probably the foreign money that the federal government gets from us having bases and stuff in there. Like, we have all these military bases because, like, I'm pretty sure these foreign governments pay that us to be there and be their military. You know what I mean? Like, we sure. we have basically have an unofficial world empire through this. Yeah.
0: So no, like we, we get
1: do. we get all this unaccounted for money that's probably not on the books, you know what I mean? So it's like they could spare some of that money for the fucking military for them to have to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what I mean? Corporate replace welfare, A-10. yeah, and corporate like they could do that with public yeah. healthcare, man. And it's like I I see a lot of it as an investment too, man. Like the literally the U.S. population growth is shrinking. Like we're having less and less kids, and it's because. Like kids are expensive. People can't man. afford
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, There's like too much uncertainty. Going,
1: going through a birth is literally like $20,000. Yeah. Man. I
0: mean, look, man. Yeah. Like you said, kids are expensive enough. And you know, I mean, you shouldn't be starting off fucked. You know what yeah, I mean? Bro. Literally you shouldn't a lot start of people off are. parenthood fucked. Because
1: it's like some shit will happen with like the fucking uh, private works, like health insurance, like, Oh, sorry. We switched health insurance halfway through your pregnancy. And now all your fucking
0: ultrasounds before this aren't covered. You know what I mean? It's like starting a football game off down two touchdowns. It's literally how it is. Having to play from behind. Like, yeah, you had your kid. All right. Well, 14, nothing. Let's go. Like that's, that's basically, I mean, you're playing from behind from the get go. It's, it's shitty. Um, i i just i don't know my own, to play devil's advocate though my only concern in canada so canada has their universal health care so does england a lot of people and that's great for you know the base level people a lot of people from canada and england come to the united states because while health care on average is more expensive here it's like half the price to see a bona fide specialist, someone that's really, really good. You know, like we yeah. got like the Mayo Clinic and stuff here. The prices for those places typically skyrocket when the government seizes, you know, healthcare. So that's my to play devil's advocate. That's my concern with that is I don't know, like, are you going to see. The, I don't want to say competent because most of them are competent, but the the highly skilled, you know, specialized doctors that are, you know, these miracle surgeons, are they going to shoot way up and only be accessible to the super, super wealthy? Are the rest it, of us going to get these doctors that are over, overworked and understaffed? That's my it's, concern.
1: It's it's weird. It's like, I, I don't know how you manage it, man. It's I like, don't either. There's no the
0: right thing, answer.
1: The only thing I could think of is like, having it be public is just not like you have fixed you would have obviously probably fixed salaries for for mm. healthcare professionals it's like you uh, honestly like the medical professions would just have to stop making fucking two hundred thousand dollars a year yeah. you know what i mean yeah and i mean if you want to supplement that by making like doing student loan forgiveness for healthcare care professionals sure. and,
0: and then and you're maybe, even deeper in debt
1: well yeah i don't know man it's like it's it's a really com- complicated problem, but like, who's losing right now is like normal people. Like,
0: yeah. I'm just so saying, just, cause sucks. so I'm a normal person and I'd probably like, honestly, if healthcare, like it all depends, like if healthcare were in a perfect world, I would go see, you know, the free healthcare. If I had like an emergency situation, if I wanted to get something looked at, and then I'd go to a specialist and pay from there. But the issue is how much am I going to pay? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, Cause I mean, I had, so I went to CHI, remember when I had my melanoma scare, I went to CHI and I got that, that mole looked at Mm -hmm. now CHI took that fucking meeting, knowing that they weren't just with a GP, knowing that they weren't going to be able to make a diagnosis right there. They should have sent me home and said, you need to see a dermatologist. They didn't, they took the meeting. They charged me $150 for the doctor visit whatever. I ain't even mad about that. The issue is they referred me to the person in their network, the dermatologist said, yeah, I can see in two months, two months, as soon as they could see me. Now, I don't know what you know about melanoma, but it takes six weeks to spread to the rest of your body and turn into lymphoma. So Mm. if it were melanoma, I would be about dead by the time that doctor saw me. Now, since we have all these other you know doctor's offices I was able to call somebody else up I laughed at them hung up the phone called somebody else up and they got me in 3 days later it wasn't <laughs> cancer I was good but I mean that that's what you lose when you lose market competition is you can't just call somebody up now I can call somebody else up but they're going to charge me $10,000 and I don't have health insurance cuz health insurance has skyrocketed way up cuz everyone can get it for free so it's become a luxury in its own so it's- now I'm fucked I have to take the chance that so I either have to take the chance that this isn't melanoma and I have to wait two months or I go 10 grand into debt.
1: Like, I just, I wonder if it's, if it's something where you could somehow have it where all like medical coverages and stuff are, are in supply, you know, like if you have right. to pay for a, like, cause like how it works now, man, is like you, you have healthcare insurance, right? Through like a work or some right. shit, right? Yeah.
0: Everyone's got it through their employer. You, yeah. Whoever. Or, I mean, some
1: people do like there's free, free people or people that are like contractors that don't like literally like me doing DoorDash. If I did that sure, full time, yeah. I'd be, I would have no fucking healthcare, dude. You got and
0: the then VA. my,
1: well, yeah, I've got the VA, but it's like for my wife who it doesn't work cause she's a stay at home mom. And mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? She's has no healthcare, bro. Like, yeah. So it's like, and actually, uh, so it's like, what what do those people do? You know what I mean? Like, not everybody can have that great
0: fucking corporate job. Like, it's just not how it works. Like, could so, it act as an insurance instead and let yeah. people choose their doctor?
1: It's like, like is could, that the could middle it,
0: ground we need?
1: Could it do that? And then also, could there be some way to provide competition to where, like? The like they literally can't just hike the prices up because like how it works now, man. Even with private, like you you go in and they'll charge your insurance company fucking four you know four hundred fifty dollars for a fucking like an ankle brace. Yeah. And like and then your insurance company, your private insurance company will just be like, oh, sorry, we only cover 200 of it. So you have to pay yeah. the deductible plus
0: 250 for this medical brace. And it's like, yeah. bro,
1: I could literally like tape up my ankle <laughs> with
0: medical tape. So, and that's part of the problem is insurance companies have just been allowed to run wild. Exactly. Because so you basically insured...
1: pay for a doctor's note when you go to the doctor. Yeah.
0: Like that's the only reason you have
1: to go is because you need a doctor's note for your work. Otherwise, like, literally. Yeah. Oh, no. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say when I like broke my uh, foot, dude, the only reason I wanted, I needed to go to the doctor and everything for it with the military was because I needed that doctor's note. So Mm -hmm. my employer couldn't fuck me out of wearing my foot, my boot for my foot break. Cause like, you know, the type of job I worked, they could be like, that's not looking professional. You can't wear that. and and places do that dude Mm -hmm. that happened to my wife when she sprained her ankle really bad we had a we had a medical boot for sprains because they charged like 120 dollars for those Mm -hmm. and her work literally told her that she couldn't wear it because she didn't have a doctor's note for it and it's like bro like clearly her ankle is like swollen to the size of of a softball like she needs to wear this boot You gotta be kidding me yeah and literally they're like nope nope can't do it you don't have a doctor's note it's like
0: if we and that's the point of the insurance and the price and everything. If we were to, if we insured cars, the same way we insured health, like, a, like oil changes would be $500. Literally gas literally. would be $20 a gallon. Like it, it, it would be out of control or like routine maintenance would cost tens of thousands of dollars like that. That's the equivalency I make. So I think what you're looking at right there, what you're arguing for is almost more of just an expansion of Medicare
1: Maybe to people that like I think the difference, can... I think the problem with with healthcare being different from the automotive industry, though, right? Is that automotive industry the people that fix your car? It's a lot easier for somebody. I mean, no, it's like a serious comparison. Like mm-hmm. it really is. So it's like, but I think the problem is that just with the medical, like medical professional, like medical personnel, there's just not enough of them. You know what I mean, right? So like maybe that's what drives up why there's because like there can only be a certain amount of hospitals because there's not hardly any doctor there's like not enough doctors around in the world so at least too in many America. Retards. Well, I oh well that and I mean I just know that uh, from what I've heard from the academia from like going to college is that the reputation of the United States when it comes to like their medical schools mm-hmm. is that it's like fucking ranger school in the army or you know what i mean yeah. like it's compared to like going to boy scouts in like fucking europe or something like they they literally almost work med students to death to become what is that here in the United is States. that why
0: we have so many specialists that people from europe and canada travel here to see is it because maybe. we we weed out the, the bad ones you know what i mean maybe
1: who knows like Man, if it's... there's
0: because like if there's any if there's any profession that i want them to have gone through hell to obtain that it's my doctor and my lawyer you know what i mean the two people that are literally there for my livelihood for my well-being those people i want to know that they've gone through hell to prove that they're capable of doing what they're doing and helping me out
1: it kind of it just it kind of sucks when like and my hairstylist, yeah, like you're <laughs> my hairstylist, but you're using like the the crazy like dude, some guy's got John, you know some some crazy syndrome like Alan Parsons syndrome that no the fucking five people it's have in the, the band the world. that
0: sings the the Nebraska literally. football tunnel walk. I
1: right? know, dude. Like <laughs> literally, some crazy syndrome that it's always like some crazy name like that, like. Like Jonathan, Jonathan. Yeah, because they, name, they name it Syndrome after the thing.
0: one person that's ever had it. That's
1: yes, yeah. exactly. So it's it like it's that kind of stuff, though, right? Compare yeah. like, and then when you know, the, so that makes healthcare so expensive. When it's like, yeah. dude, I break my arm and I gotta spend fucking eight thousand dollars on medical bills for my broken fucking arm. You know yeah. what I mean, like. I'm sure you you can literally, so I know one thing now that like a lot of hospitals and doctors offices do now is man, is they straight up just have their RNs basically do all the doctor's duties like RNs now do so much. With yeah. Like registered nurses, the four year degree guys. Oh, yeah, they, they do
0: an absurd amount. Yeah. They
1: do like shit. Like dude, I when I have my doctor's appointments, I don't see a doctor. I see an RN, dude. Yeah. When I went to the hospital for my broken foot, an RN was the one that treated me. Like it wasn't yep. a doctor, man. Yep. Like doctors are like rare now. So it's like I don't know. It's a profession I, I feel like I
0: have no respect for.
1: <laughs> it's just like I, I feel like they're just adapting to the the
0: the lack of like availability of doctors, man. I just, I don't know. It might be. And it's easier to get a four-year RN degree. And it's just mm-hmm. like, let's just pump people out. Let's Maybe that's the, the future. Back.
1: So it's like, if they're having RNs do that, like RNs don't make fucking 200 grand a year. Like doctors do like no. RNs make like 50, 60 a year, which is a very, very livable income. Like depending on where you live, but yeah. Uh, you. I mean like it'll be cost of living. Like for the Midwest yeah. it's 50 to 60. Yeah. If you're living in Cali, they're probably making a hundred grand, but it's like, if you're living in, the you know, Iowa, you're, you're making like 50 grand entry and dude, you can live very, very, very happily on 50 grand a year. Oh, Iowa. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's And like, I, I just know that there's like, a, especially in a lot of rural areas, there's a way shortage of, of medical professionals. Like when I went to that uh, hospital in Kentucky, man, that one hospital that was in that small ass town outside of Fort Knox. That guy told me like, yeah, dude, we're the only hospital within like a fucking like three hundred mile radius or something. It's like,
0: what the fuck, are they in Iraq? D-
1: d- d- they're in rural ass <laughs> Kentucky, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like they they why why haven't they just opened up another hospital somewhere? Clearly that that hospital was like had seeing way too many people at once. It was a fucking mess, dude. So it's like clearly they could open up another hospital somewhere. It's like why don't they? Well, do they have enough medical professional in the dirty ass south? to fucking open up another hospital you know yeah (laughs) they had shortages there at that one hospital so it's just like
0: the south is just a whole other slew of issues
1: that's honestly like the dirty south like that is probably the reason why the only one of the main contributors to why the united states has as many problems as it does
0: yeah it's It's like you can't just
1: blanket everything because like what works in the Midwest ain't gonna work in the dirty South.
0: So no, the dirty sucks. South.
1: I love. Yeah, it. that's what I call it. <laughs> the
0: dirty uh, South. All right, we just did an hour, so I think we're going to bed. Yeah, for real. Push this episode out pretty soon here. Um, Pre VD comedy showcase Saturday, February thirteenth, Wired Pub and Grill, nine p.m. It is eight dollars at the door. Come by. Anything you want to plug?
1: Nope, not at all. I'm just, man, I am so stressed or stretched out with doing school and taking care of my kid. It's like, I, that's, that's what exhausting. I'm doing
0: right now. So, yeah. It's exhausting. All right, motherfuckers. Peace out. Later. Doces.